Today's show is brought to you by our friends at the Adelphi Racing Club. Adelphi, as you've heard on this network many times, a racing club of like-minded people who enjoy racing and the camaraderie of being part of something bigger than themselves, a true community. And I can really speak to this because I'm a part of it, a member of the Adelphi Racing Club for a couple months now, and I've been very impressed with what I've been seeing. You're going to hear from Matt Cutter a little bit later in the show. But you just need to know for now that Adelphi's founding partners have all owned horses in other partnerships and syndicates as well as on their own with the overarching goal to blend the benefits of solo ownership without the hassles with the thrill of the partnership experience. Join the club. Lots of ways to get in touch. AdelphiRacing.com is the website. You can holler at Matt Kader, Matt at AdelphiRacing.com. And in the segment later, he's going to give you very compelling reasons to reach out to him during this Saratoga meet. You can also follow on social. That's at Adelphi underscore racing on Instagram and on Twitter at Adelphi Club. For more information, check out AdelphiRacing.com. Hello and welcome to a show I look forward to doing every year, this year being no exception. It is time for the 2022 In the Money Players Podcast Saratoga Lifestyle Show. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornatel, far from the bunker up in the woods in Maine. I've called this place my sky bunker in the past. I love it. Looking out over the lake, a beautiful, little cool morning, but beautiful day out here. Um, Going to be up in Maine for a couple of weeks and then heading over to Saratoga. These lifestyle shows, we do them from time to time. Surprisingly popular, honestly. The first time we did one of these, I was kind of like, what are people going to say? Um, are they going to dig it or not? And yet, I mean, they're like the most requested shows we get. Are you doing the Saratoga show? Are you doing the Saratoga show? We're doing it. And I always do like to give credit where credit is due, like many of my good ideas absolutely pilfered from Gil Alexander, who does the Las Vegas Lifestyle Show every year for his Beating the Book podcast. This is our little uh, run at it. I'll probably do one next week for Del Mar as well. But to do the Saratoga Lifestyle Show, I mean, I got the best guest in the world for it because this is a man who now, though he hails from the planet Texas, spends, I'd say, 50% of his time up in Saratoga Springs. So he's going to have a new perspective. I'm going to learn things on this show. We're speaking, of course, about from Fox Sports, Jonathan Kinchin. JK, what's up? 49%, Pete, if you don't mind. 49%. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, there are legal <laughs> reasons for that. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it, it's funny. It's funny to, to think about it this way because, you know, in most people's eyes, I would be a neophyte as it comes to Saratoga. My first trip to Saratoga was 2015. Um, crashing somewhere on the little house on the east side. I don't remember where at that point. <laughs> Definitely showering in the back and the outdoor and the outdoor shower, but that you know that was my first time up here, and that was back in 2015, and and not uh, that long ago in the big picture of life, right? I mean, seven. It feels like it was yesterday. Yeah, but you know, a trip every year since then, and then this will be my fourth full summer here for the full eight weeks, being here for every race day, um, and then. Uh, and then spending, you know, basically the entire winter, except for the, the the times when I was popping back to Austin for for seventy two hour jaunts, basically, and so um, got to be here and got to really know some of the ins and outs, and and so it's I feel like I might have something to to offer this time around. 
No doubt about it. You you have done a great job in the past, but I mean this this now the the institutional local knowledge you have. Really looking forward to it. Let's start with the obvious, uh, one of our favorite dining spots, of course. J.K. marrying into the Salivo family, but that's not why we're going to tell you to go eat at Salivo. We're going to go tell you to eat at Salivo because it's awesome. Yeah, look, I I ate there. I want to say it was almost maybe seventy something times before. Jovanine and I even thought about dating. So I need people, you know, most people are like, oh, no wonder he's eating there all the time. No, I really like, <laughs> honestly, like uh, I, I fell in love with the family during, during COVID. And I don't know if a lot of people know the story, but like I was walking uh, during COVID, um, was walking to go try to pick up to go food from them. And her father's a huge racing fan. He like recognized me from the show, gave me his card and said, you got to come eat at my kid's restaurants. You know, you got to come eat the restaurant. Some people think that it's like a family-owned thing, and it is family, obviously. But just Ronnie and, and Jovanina were, were the owners, and and so he told me to come back. He gave me the middle son Joey's number, who I used to deal with to get reservations for an entire year, um, and and would come back and, and eat outside all the time. And then uh, I just fell in love with the family, like in general. And so that's why last summer I was there all the time. And then and then you know romance love happened and here we are but it is it's an outstanding restaurant it is uh, fourth generation um italian uh g's parents owned restaurants their parents owned restaurants um traditional um southern italian you know uh, you could probably speak to this a little bit better i've learned a little bit but like southern italian is not kind of the hoity-toity it's the take what you got make what you make what you can make with what you have so it's kind of got that it's not over the top and ridiculous with, you know, all kinds of crazy takes on different things. Um, Ronnie is the chef. Jovanina was the front of house. She has stepped away from that role. And her brother Joseph is now um, the front of house. So if you need reservations, uh, Joey Joseph is, is who you would talk to. They're on Resi. So you can get on Resi to kind of do all of that. But um, there's also kind of still a little bit of a human touch where if there isn't anything available on res, you can try to reach out to Joseph and he can try to sort you out. Um, I would, I would agree with you about what you were saying about the, the, the food, certainly rooted in the classic, you know, what we'd call the uh, cucina povera of, of Southern Italian cooking, but make no mistake. This is no average red sauce place. I mean, what, what the team has come up with and, and, you know, I guess Ronnie deserves credit in particular, some very nice chefy, but unpretentious flourishes that make this food seem really fresh and vital and exciting. And while it's rooted in the classics, you're, you're also eating at a place with people who know what they're doing in the, you know, circa 2022. And, and I'll make you handicap the menu a little bit when you're, when you're ready, but it yeah. sounded like you had some well, more uh, steam it's, in the engine. It's there. funny you say that they, uh, Ronnie actually made shirts for the staff, like the, the back of house staff that have like my little cartoon logo on it. And it says JK, JK handicaps the Salivo menu. Um, and it's like, I want one of those. I know it's an awesome shirt. Uh, my, my, you know, the thing that I ate the most was the veal chop. Uh, it's just outstanding. I can almost recite it from hearing the special so much 16 ounce bone in, uh, bone in, but it's, it's, it's the veal chop Parmesan is awesome. Um, I love the chicken scarpiello, which is like, it's like chicken with these, I think I'm going to screw this up like cherry peppers and, and, um, and potatoes. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, the swordfish, if you're trying to take a healthier route is always really good. Um, 
my favorite appetizers, the calamari with uh, Salivo style, which is like with the, the, the peppers. People, I've convinced you to have that before. They, oh, it's phenomenal. They just added, Some of my favorite calamari I've ever had. So good. They just added mussels um, in like a Peroni broth that is that I've had. And then in like, in like ground sausage, it, they're freaking unbelievable. I get those uh, often. Um, the Fra Diavolo, uh, kind of a spicy seafood pasta red sauce with, with, with uh, uh, shrimp and, it, you know, a little bit, a little bit of spice to it. Um, I mean, you cannot go wrong. So you mix it up. You're not like a total creature of habit. It does sound like you, oh, you know, yeah. and then, different days of the week or whatever. Yeah, and like now that I'm in the family and I'm not a customer anymore, I'll go and order something and Ronnie will cancel my order and send me something else. <laughs> like, no, you have to try this today. So, um, <laughs> but it really is. It's, and it's fun. And the other thing about it too, just like, you know, speaking on it from the other side of it, if you're a racing fan, it's a fun place to be. Because you look around, you're going to probably see Chad, you might see Todd, you might see Suge or, um, or, or uh, you know, Johnny V or, or Irad and Jose um, or Ricardo. And, and just, you know, there's always uh, someone racing there. So it's kind, of, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun after the races to look over and see, oh, that guy just won a grade one today. And, and, and so that part of it's <laughs> that part of it's really cool, too. That is super fun. And hey, if you're looking for an after dinner drink, they may still have a dram or two of in the money whiskey uh, left back there. They do consider that, yeah, as your nightcap. Great wine list too. And then, and then, in my opinion, the best espresso martinis I've ever had. All right, that's a good good cocktail recommendation as well. Yeah, it is a very it is a cool fun wine list. I people are going to accuse me of a host fail. Um, and knowing your proclivities for ice cream, etc., if I don't get a dessert tip for you before we we go on to the next, yeah. So. Uh, it's the uh, Ronnie's husband is the um, is the pastry chef. He does a phenomenal job. Like um, they, they they have a, sh- a short a strawberry shortcake that's wild. The, the the carrot cake is is always on high demand. They have the the affogato that that I often get. Mm. Um, uh, that's really good. Uh, I'm trying to think of something else. And then you can all and then you can also just do what, what Austin does sometimes. Just pop down to Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and grab something. Um, but it's, it's not frowned upon. No, I, I think if you're under if you're under four foot, you're allowed to do that. Um, no, but it's but but no. George does a phenomenal job, and, and the and the desserts are really really good. Everything's fresh, made in house, so it's uh it's it's outstanding. So now the big question for, for you now, you know, being in the family, where, where do the Salivos go out to dinner when they're not going, uh, you know, when they're when they're not uh, cooking themselves or, or eating at their own place? And by extension, give us some of your other favorites around town. And I can obviously chime in on this one, too. Yeah, the cooking, the cooking, but, you know, cooking at home is underrated in Saratoga if you have the option to do so. There's nothing like. If you can, you know, run to the store and, and, and you have a cool back. Incredible home. farmer's market, world-class farmer's market there on Wednesdays, Saturdays. And I think they still have the one out on Sundays near the dance museum as well. You've got all those amazing local farms. And if you're someone who loves to cook or can convince some, better yet, can convince someone to cook for you, I would absolutely second that that recommendation. And, you know, good grocery stores too. But uh, I, I think you got to definitely highlight how amazing those markets are. Yeah, and and I will say the place that we found ourselves going the most often um, until G stepped back or retired or whatever we're going to call it, we you know Tuesdays was was her day off, so everything else was closed. What we ended up going a lot was Fifteen Church. Um, Fifteen Church is right there on Church Street, right off of Broadway. It's it's a it's a you know you can get a steak there, you can get some cool kind of you know American style 
French feeling type of cuisine, but they also have like a little bit of an Asian hint to it. I know that sounds like they're trying to do a lot, but they do it pretty well. And, and I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. 15 church has kind of been up and down for me since the time I've been here. Like you'll go sometimes and have an outstanding meal and you'll go sometimes it'll be a little bit kind of tricky. Like, Oh, that wasn't as good as it was last time. They've revamped everything. They've really, they've changed general managers. They've changed all kinds of stuff. And we've gone the last three times we've gone, it's been extremely good all three times. So um, that's great info. And I had a similar experience where I'd had it be amazing and I'd had it be good. And to hear that the consistency is coming to the party from them, that, that makes me definitely want to get them on my, on my list as well. They have one of my favorite appetizers uh, in town for sure, but also like in a lot of places I've ever been, these crispy oysters that they serve um, are outstanding for an appetizer. Um, they have these Asian street noodles that I, I, it's kind of a lot if you're going to just like eat that as your entree, but popping it in the middle and sharing it with the table, everyone kind of hits a little bit is, is a strong move there as well. So, and then they have the little, what are they, what are they, help me out here with the Italian Pete, the Zappolis, the Zappolis, the little donuts at the end that you, you fill yeah. them up with. Yeah. That's never going to Fried dough can be filled with things dusted with powdered sugar. They're phenomenal when they're, when they're proper yeah. and I'm sure they do them right. Yeah. Let's we have we have so much more to talk about than Italian restaurants, but it's it, it, and obviously 15 Church is not really Italian, but you mentioned Zeppeli, so I'll put it in my head. Nove, I want to give a shout out to Nove because I've really I've had some great, not good, but great meals there over the last couple of years, and it's it's super fun. I love going. You know, we'll typically try to get a big meal in with the Matisse crew there and get a pizza as an appetizer and split that, and then have at that menu proper. And if you want to talk about great wine kiss. Uh, lists this there is some just amazing stuff on there that you're getting for i mean like barely any markup um and and i'm not quite sure um why i haven't heard more people talk about how awesome the wine list specifically is out there but i'm i'm a, I'm a huge huge fan of, of nove i recommend that i know it's a place that's uh, near and dear to you as well yeah yeah we had our we actually had our engagement party there after like the the after the surprise engagement the whole family went to nove and, and our friend louis lazanero uh, really took care of us by helping us with that. And yeah, I love going out there. It's another same same racetrack vibe. You go there, um, you're going to see, you know, you're going to see a, a Mike Rapoli or a, a Vinny Viola, or, or you're going to see, you know, Chad, and you're going to see the, the the Ortiz brothers. And 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 I don't know, like I was a fan, and I still am a fan. And I think it's fun when you're at Saratoga. It's part of why Saratoga. That's what separates Saratoga is that everywhere you go, you feel like you're racing. And 100%. Nove is one of those places that, you know, we pop out there. It's, it's not downtown, but it's really not that daunting of a, of a, it's, you know, no. take it, you, you get, get a there car, you have somebody drive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's barely, it's barely out of town. Speaking of Italian stuff, that's a little more remote. I do want to give a shout out to my friends over at Taverna Novo as well. They've got, they do the, those wood oven pizzas there that are really good. We did a new year's Eve dinner there a couple of years ago. Speaking of your run into people in racing, uh, Joe Migliori was sitting at the table next to us when, when we did that. And you know, that, that is a, that is a really fun place where I would recommend like figure out what's coming out of that cool wood oven and, and get the stuff coming out of there. And another just like some real blow away wine list selections as well. And I like the west side of Saratoga. I don't know how much time you spend over there, JK, but there's some cool places in terms yeah. of bars and galleries and shopping. And and uh, I like it. Yeah, the local. I like the local, too. Like 
you know, one thing Saratoga doesn't really have is like a, doesn't really have like a sports bar and the local is not a sports bar either, but, but, but you can, if you want to like, you know, Hey, what do you want to do today? I don't know. Let's go grab a couple beers somewhere. Obviously we'll talk a little bit about druthers. The local kind of has that same feel to me too. You can go in there and, you know, you could probably get away with getting a salad or you could get a, a chicken sandwich or some, you know, fish and chips or whatever, but it's kind of got a pubby feel to it. Um, and, and I've, I've had some good, some good times hanging out there too. So I, I like the local, but you know, I, I guess my favorite place to like go grab a beer and hang out is druthers. And, um, they wouldn't let great Rig- lunch spot too. They wouldn't let rigatoni in, um, in the, in the, in the winter, <laughs> I guess some kid got bit by a dog one time and that was before rigatoni was a, was a service animal. So I was, they were in big trouble with me for a second, but, uh, I have, <laughs> I, I have released them now. No, it's good. It's cool. It's a cool spot. They have, does he have the orange jacket and everything? Like did, 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 did you, how, how full on are you doing? Oh, he's got, he's got the jacket, a freaking cert, like a card, everything, the whole thing. Yeah. He's, he's official. That's awesome. But, uh, you could, no longer be denied, right? I no. mean, that's a, that's part of how that works. Exactly. No, but we like we 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 like going to Druthers as well. We went actually last week. You know, um, they got pizzas on the menu. They got burgers. They got chicken sandwiches. They got wings. Um, they've got that the, that loaded mac and cheese thing they do. Um, but most importantly, they they Good salads. Yeah, they do. Yeah, there's some healthy options there. Exactly. They got a cool outdoor porch too um, that has like a retractable roof. So on a day where it might be a little bit damp, which we hope those days don't happen, um, you can, you know, they'll, they'll cover you up. You'll be okay in there. And then if a day it's blazing hot, you'll have that shaded area too to hang out. So um, that Druthers is another one that we, we, we uh, venture to. Another place to, that's good to watch a game and has amazing outdoor. Now I worry I'm sending you down a blind alley here because during the meet last year, I think I showed up three times and could not get a table. It, but it's really great. And if you go, maybe I'd say go when they open. I'll, I'll look out when that is and, you know, maybe on a dark day or maybe when they open. But where are you these days with 550 Waterfront? Because yeah. I know mid-pandemic, we had some really good uh, times there. It looks like they open at 11. They're not open on Mondays, which is annoying for Saturday. Oh, no, they, they are open on Mondays, actually, but not till 4. Okay, I can live with that. Yes. But, um, you know, Tuesday lunch, I, I might just show up in the 11 o'clock hour. I can't imagine you can't get seated then. And, you know, it's just – it's a really cool build-out. You're right there on the lake. Um, it's it's uh, it, it's a good spot, and there's TVs for watching sports, and it's a very uh, unique dining experience. Yes. I don't remember too much about the food, not really about the food there, more about the vibe and the, and the drinks, but it's it's as close as you're going to come to, you know, getting an island vibe on in Saratoga. Yes. Right? Yeah, some, no, some I, of your latest thoughts on it. Yeah, I, I like 550 Waterfront. Um, you know, I, I'm just being honest. The, the one thing that's annoying about it is that, and I thought they were going to change it. I'd heard they were, but I'm looking right now, I don't see it. It's, you can't make reservations, like you said. So like, right. it's just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's hard to get there. One thing that, that I would recommend doing if you really want to go, because it is fun to sit out there and, you know, see the, the water and, you know, the food's cool and the drinks are cool. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's all around good. It's a, and it's a nice building too. They did a great job with it. I mean, I, I would do something like pop over there at 11, put your name on the list and then have an errand to run while you're waiting for, you know, they tell you 45 minutes, you can go run the errand and then come back or or, you know, or, or get there and, and bring your, your form and, and, and be expect to sit there in a bench for an hour looking at the form before you can sit. You know, that's 
that's the annoying truth of the matter. I think when it comes to that place, but it's definitely worth going. It's, it's a cool spot. It's just, you know, um, it, it kind of stinks in that regard, but, but I will say this also, um, I'm going to pull it up while we're talking because I don't know exactly the hour. I want to say, but like right over on that side of town, um, Saratoga national has the restaurant prime and they opened up a new, like patio prime, like patio thing where like, it's a more casual prime is obviously a steakhouse, but this like casual patio where you can get a, uh, I think I had a, had a lobster roll or a, the other day you can get a burger and you know, that kind of a lower, you know, a, a lunch, a more of a lunch vibe. So if five fifties packed, you're less than a mile from the prime patio spot. You could, you could hit that. There's so many places. It's amazing. I think we should, because we also want to get into bars and dark day activities and all this other stuff. But I do this one that I have to say, or I feel like I'll be, you know, completely not uh, not giving my my favorite stuff to people. I'm a huge Hamlet and Ghost fan. I think the food is excellent. I've had unilaterally good service there. Terrific cocktails. Always interesting things to drink in terms of uh, in terms of whiskey and beer as well. Is that in your is that in your rotation? Um, yeah, I mean, they, look, if you want like a craft cocktail or whatever, like that's, you know, that, 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 that's kind of like the, it's got that vibe to it. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I mean, you know, they've, you'll see Andy Serling there. He loves, he loves it there. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool spot. Um, they've, they've, they kind of had a little bit of that prime issue, if I'm being honest. I mean, not prime, excuse me, 15 church thing where they, you know, they had some inconsistent moments, but interesting, but it is a cool spot. I've had their burger there. That's been really cool. Um, I've had some really fun meals there. I remember, I think there was a day where like, I don't know if we canceled or something and like myself and Lafitte and one of our producers like went out there and just hung out and like sat like in the, in the street where they, you know, they had street um, seating and, and we just hung out. It was, it was a lot of fun. I've been fortunate. I've only had the good version. And I will say though, you did indicate something that, that should be underlined and is a great segue to talking more about drinks in general. Excellent place to go for a drink before or after yes. dinner as well. I, yeah. mean, I do recommend eating there, but it's you're you're getting a huge part of the experience yeah. if you can just get a seat at tough that bar. bar. It's, a, it's a tough bar to get a seat at. It's a seating only bar. Yeah. So even for a drink, I would try to reserve. Yeah. Um I think they'll I think they'll let you do that. Because it's not you can't be three deep. It's not that kind of place. No. They, you need to have you need to have a seat. But if you plan accordingly, it I would I would definitely to, recommend it. Now, to, uh, one more food. where do you want to go next? I'm going to get you one more food spot, and then I'm going to get you yeah. an almost food spot that's a drink spot, and then we can go right into drink spots. Love it, love it. Love I it. fell in love, and I'd never been there until this year, with Old Brian Inn, which is like – basically, it's like kind of behind the Saratoga Hilton Um and it is, you know, kind of pubby, barry feeling. They have a French onion soup that's outstanding. I know it's like who's eating French onion soup in the middle of summer. I don't know <laughs> me. It was awesome. And they also have a spicy chicken sandwich that I love. And it's a cool vibe too. I like Old Brian. And the bar room's amazing. Yeah. I love it in the winter when they get that fireplace going oh, in that little bar room. And it yeah. feels it feels like you're in a centuries, couple of century old like tavern. Yeah. You know? The and then the other places I'll talk about quickly is you know Max London's as always. You can always kind of you know make it work there. Um, there's, you know, they got the, 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 the bakery, Mrs. London's that, that's really good too. If you have any parties or anything, you gotta get a cake or whatever, Mrs. London's right next door to Max London's and then Cantina. And I'm going to be honest about Cantina. I'm from Texas. So I am the meanest judge when it comes to Mexican food. 
Sure. I don't. So their style of Mexican food is not what I'm used to from Texas. Right. But G and I have kind of, we'll go there and have like a salad for lunch. They have some pretty cool, like, you know, you know, taco type salad. So if you're trying to keep it healthy, but also like, I don't know, like I love their bar atmosphere in the middle of the day. Their bartenders are all really cool. So we'll go in and just kind of sit at the bar and they've got TVs and we'll have a salad and have a couple margaritas. And they usually have the windows open in the front. So, and they also have a rooftop now. So like Cantina is not an, you know, I wouldn't, you know, it's a, it's a very serviceable place that you that you can definitely uh, have some fun at. And, and I think we'll probably try to hit it at least once a week. Oh, that sounds fun. And I, I, I've, I've had some, you know, decent tacos there. It's nothing that like stood out to me, but not, it wasn't bad either. It's, that's an interesting call though, on it being a day. It's always good to have those day drinking spots in Saratoga, especially for people who are just coming up for part of the meat and they're going to, you know, get after it a little bit. It's good to know places that are cool to, to check out at, at, at all times of day. I'm going to give one more food thing just because it's like, the littlest bit of a wise guy move that I think is kind of nice. Sometimes we would often do this. Like if we were arriving in Saratoga on Friday for the weekend, the idea of doing Hatties, but doing it as takeout because hmm. they've, there's not just the Hatties downtown, which is, which is fun. And I enjoy that brunch and, you know, it should get a call in any Saratoga lifestyle show. I think the fried chicken is really, really good, but th- the idea of doing it either there or the outpost at the mall out towards Wilton and getting takeout, bring that back to your house and then break it over beers or, or my favorite, uh, my favorite fried chicken combo, uh, the fried chicken and champagne. Highly recommend if you haven't done that. The bubbles are, are really good with the fried chicken. And yeah, that's just another another thing I felt like I had to get in there. Should we pivot to the drinking spots or you yeah, have another well, speaking food of, thing? Well, yeah, speaking of champagne, but also Spring Street Deli, very serviceable if you ever need anything. I lived four houses down from it last year. I ate there all the time. Austin loved it. I loved it. Uh, Chad Brown actually oddly told me that the pizza there is really good. And Austin and I got it one time and it actually is pretty good if you're, if you know, for, for what it's worth, but spring street deli is cool. But you talked about champagne. There's a new champagne bar that opened on Phyla street. And you know, if you're, if you're coming up with your, if if you love champagne, do your thing. I I enjoy champagne, but it's a good spot maybe to direct uh, the significant other if, they're having enough of going to the track. It's on Phyla and it's called Bocage and it's very small, um, but it's a, it's just a champagne bar and it's, and, and so it, you know, we'll see how it Sounds does, fun. but it's uh, you know, cool little, cool little thought um, closer to Phyla than, 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 uh, than Salivo, but it's on, it's on, uh, it's on Phyla. One more food thing before we go, because I, I, there's a lot of people listening. They're going to have families. We're going to talk about kid activities, et cetera. Pizza-wise, where, where are you finding your favorite pizza recommendations in Saratoga now that you're there so much? Well, my fiance. And your in-laws are from New Haven, so I'm yeah. not sure if they're going to let you eat any pizza <laughs> exactly. that's not from New Haven. Yeah. Pizza is tough around here when you, when you, have, uh, when you have family from, from New Haven, which we went, and it is the greatest pizza I've ever had. In my entire life, <laughs> it's unbelievable how good that pizza is in New Haven, Connecticut. But anyways, um, you know, Nove's pizza is cool. Like I, I like, you know, if I go to Nove and like we'll order a pizza and like eat it in the middle of the table. Um, we have – we've ordered from this place called West Ave Pizza that's pretty cool. Um uh, I'm Nine miles east. We've had decent yes. luck with them yep. um, delivering to events and things. I think they're literally – there's an outpost in town now, but the original was literally nine miles east of Saratoga. And I thought for you know just a, 
just a rock solid, you know, it's not going to make you forget about your favorite pizza from Brooklyn or New Haven, but it, it was very, very rock solid and a, and a good place to have on. And I'll tell you what, I didn't mind the, fl- I don't mind at all Flatbread Social, which is sort of the sister place of Henry Street Tap Room down there. They had they had wood ovens and, and some nice pies and very good beer lists. So I'll, I'll shout them out. Oh, you know what? I had, I had Pizza Pete and I know you'll like this one. Um, I had pizza at, at Walton Whitman before that was cool. Oh, it's always good to mention them. And they do the Detroit-style pizza. I had them. I was going to do a whole little brewery side spiel and get into them. But, yeah, they do the, the, the Detroit style there. And I think they're probably in a post-pandemic now getting back to a menu more similar to what it was beforehand where there's just a few more other fun options on there as well. And, and I love the beer. I mean, I really – I think their beer is, is terrific. Um, you know, beer drinkers, you've got a lot of great options in Saratoga. You've got Pint Size, which is this little like almost feels like a college bar slash – it's a takeaway place as well. Um, but they've got a few taps and it's very – loads of games. That's a good kid potentially dark day activity going there and either play with the old video game systems or Parent and I have played entire games of, of Monopoly – while uh, you know, I, I test out what's going on. I love I love pint size. They don't brew their own beer. For your own beer, you've got Walton Whitman, you've got Artisanal, who are out. I think they're out on that same road where where Nove is. But I believe their new space is going to be opening. They were just in a little storefront last year. Um, we did a collab with them when we did uh, we did the gumbo with Michael Baychock um, out that way. But I think the new artisanal space is open this year. That's worth checking out. A little bit outside of town, um, actually right next to the, the Saratoga Ninja studio, which we'll talk about too. But a unified brewery, that's really good. There is so there is so much in the way of good beer, but yeah, definitely special shout out to our friends at Walton Whitman. Great space, great beer, and I and I agree with you that the the pizza is a good option there. Bit of a belly bomb. Don't you don't want too much of that Detroit style pizza, but you know to 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 get a pie and share amongst people or or, or chop it up, it's uh, it, it's superb. Yeah, um, and you mentioned we're going to keep just going and jumping in different directions. You mentioned the Ninja Lab. Um, there is a, there is a hibachi place over there and I don't know, man, like I just love going to hibachi. <laughs> I think it's called. Think, do they do, do grill it on the table? Kind yeah, of hibachi? Yeah, yeah, like what yeah. are we talking about? Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's yeah, cool. It's, uh, Azuma. Try to look that up. Azuma. Cause a, I want to know. Yeah. That. It's A-Z-U-M-A. Azuma. And it's right over there in, in Malta. So it's, you know, 10 minutes away from here. But, like, it's fun. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, if you're looking for, like, an activity spot. And that's also the kind of spot, too, that, like, you know, if you if you kind of you kind of get a get an escape trip up here, you didn't think you're going to make it up for the weekend, you make it up for the weekend, and then you suddenly have nowhere to eat dinner because you can't get into Salivo 15 Church, Hamlet and Ghost, anywhere else. You could pop over there, and I'm, I bet you you're, like, you, you know, they solve your problems of, like, not having to wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good call. I mean, that slightly out of town is not a bad it's not a bad way to fly at all when you're up uh, when you're up that way. I'm actually I'm putting that on my own personal list just because I think that's that's also fun and kind of kid friendly too, right? It's yeah, something exactly. Really you know, from just them. you know, think about it. Like you said, Pete, you, you popped it on a Wednesday night or something like you know, and you're up here for a whole week, and you know, you can slide over there on a Wednesday night and entertain the kids. 
What else are you thinking drink-wise these days? I mean, we've hit, we've hit a lot of the ones I wanted to hit. You know, we talked about Hamlet and Ghost, new champagne bar. I gave you an overview of the, the brewing stuff, and we mentioned a few in passing. But is there, like, where people who are coming up who are, who are younger than us and or single, like, where are they hanging out these days? Yeah, so I'll say this, and I, I mean, I don't want to – I don't want to – I'm just being honest because I, I feel like I should share it. For whatever reason, Carolina Street's got real, like, got, got a little dodgy. And, you know, I, I don't know how it's going to change. There was some violent incidents yeah, there during the pandemic because yeah, Saratoga was open when Saratoga was open when a lot of places were closed. And there was definitely a bit of a different vibe there. Like Gaffney's had to like close down temporarily because of issues. So here's what I'll tell you. You know, I wouldn't be running around on Carolina Street at one, two in the morning. I just I, – I personally won't be doing that. Now, if I'm popping over to Sperry's or something, racing might kind of change the vibe a little bit. If I'm at Sperry's – you know, I'm going over to Sperry's for a second and like, you know, that gets very fun to hang. I mean, that's where, where, where Marshall and Jake Ballas and all of us, Reagan Swinbank, where we met Chip Kelly and, and Ryan Day and then ended up spending the entire next <laughs> day with them was at Sperry's. So like I wouldn't – I would hate to miss that opportunity. To, to, so I would, you know, but I wouldn't just be running up and down at Gaffney's and Dango's and carrying on. I just, it's just, it's can get a little bit wild. Um, from a drinking standpoint, you know, the, the ball, the bar at Salt and Char uh, is, you know, Salt and Char is another food spot. You can always hit uh, Morrissey's another spot. You can always hit those two bars are cool. If you're just going to grab a drink, um, it's, it, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of the other places we'll go 15 church. If you can get to that outside bar, sometimes it's just so busy. Um, you know, Cantina, obviously we talked about for a drink, but you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm just turned 40, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I, you know, I'm starting to get a little bit like a parent and saying like, nothing really happens good after midnight. Right. <laughs> it's just, you know, well, that is definitely the difference with us, and and and. But I mean, hey, many we we know the demographics. There's there's plenty of people in in our our age and over who listen. The younger, I guess, what we're telling the younger people is you're kind of on your own. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I just would be careful. We don't have the cool spot if you're 25 and single. We don't have that for you. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I mean, I think those are just like restaurants, and you know, you know, what place I think is going to be really good, Pete, and we we had talked a little bit about it. We were going to maybe do some stuff with them, and maybe we will later. Is the horseshoe? They they've put some money into the horseshoe. Um, you know, they redid the patio out there. I think that the horseshoe is going to, is going to, um, is going to have a little of a resurgence in terms of like being a spot to go. And, and if you go there, you're going to get all racing people. Um, it's going to be, a, well, it's going to be, to be a majority of like racing inter- interested people. So I think that yeah. would be good, uh, as a spot. Right as by, well. It's right by the track and it definitely has some of that, you know, old school, um, Ciro's vibe as well yeah. with live music and whatnot. If you're looking for a quieter drink right across the street from the Horseshoe, of course, is Farrier, the rebranded bar from our friends at the Brentwood. We had Marcus on to talk about that in, in fairly recent memory. I still haven't had a chance to go. I'm sure I'm going to be recommending it. The only reason it hasn't come up to this point is it's just been, it's been such a weird year for many reasons that I've, I, oh my God, I don't even know the last time I was in Saratoga. I, I, I do know, actually. I popped up for one night for the engagement party. But I mean, it had been months before then and it's been months since. But anyway, I would still roll the dice and check out Farrier. I mean, just because I know Marcus and the attention to detail that he puts into all things food and drink. And, you know, we don't, we're not going to have an extensive uh, 
list of places to stay recommendations. All I will say is I would start at the Brentwood still. They get cancellations all the time. I think it's a really, really cool um, vibe over there. It's an amazing location. And my other just general recommendation for Saratoga and where to stay is don't be afraid to stay a little bit out of town, especially if you've got somebody, you know, who can drive you and or you're willing to take take an uber yeah. I mean, what do you recommend i'm sure people say that to you now well, where should i stay yeah. what's your what's your uber, stock answer uber, well, uber gets uber gets is a little tough like around now but it gets much better and during during the like, yeah i'm not gonna ever act like these locals and call it track season but they call it track season right. um <laughs> so weird, track season. it's the meat for yeah, god's sakes when, yeah during the meat so during you know they they get a little bit better um i will say this uh, my first summer i came up here i stayed at the hilton garden in the entire summer perfectly serviceable hotel, you know, clean things worked, nice people, easy, close, perfect bar downstairs, very nice spot to stay Hilton garden in. Um, you know, the Adelphi is obviously beautiful and historic, but it's just very, 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 very expensive. Um, the Saratoga Hilton is fine. Um, the, um, you know, obviously the Brentwood. The other thing that I ha- I haven't stayed there, and I've never thought about trying to be cheeky enough to do so. And I don't know if you can. I don't know if they're connected to any bigger casino where you can maybe use points. But I have heard the rooms at the Harness Track, the Saratoga Harness Track, the casino there are gorgeous. I did have a friend who had a very positive experience there and got in on some kind of deal, which, you know, obviously a place like that's going to have trying to bring people into the, to the casino. So that's actually a really good, that's a really good wise guy type uh, tip. And the other wise guy move, speaking of the casino is going back to food is the other place that we go often, maybe like once every couple of weeks is there is a Morton's. I didn't know this for four years ago coming up here. There's a Morton steakhouse (laughs) in the casino. And on a, on a, those days, think about those days where you're just like, you literally could not stop sweating all day long. It is cold and dark in there. And if you just kind of need a, a deep breath that, that Morton's, you know, and it's a, it's a corporate situation. So it's like, they're all It's just going to be the same Morton's as you've been to in any other city, but it does, it is a serviceable spot for sure. Since we loop back to, to food for a second, I got to mention Pinnell's. I mean, Doogie might not speak to me if I don't give at least a, a call to our friends over there at Pinnell's. It can get crazy. I would much rather do it on a night I don't think is going to be the busiest night. We always make them nuts making these giant party reservations. That's the the usual spot of the the degenerate doubleheader when we do the full day at the, at the uh, flat track dinner in between at Pinnell's and then close the night out at the hardest track Pinnell's that that's the spot more of a, I would describe that food as classic red sauce, but they do, they do a good job. Yep. And it's another place where you're going to see racing people. <laughs> and it's, it's like straight out of like the fifties in yeah. a lot of ways that are, that are kind of cool. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Like they have carpet in the dining room, right? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's that yeah. kind of throwback, but I will say this about Pendel's. It's funny. They saved me one day. There was a snowstorm and everything was closed and we live very close <laughs> to Pinnell's. So we put on snow boots and walked to Pinnell's and ate dinner. <laughs> it was safer to walk than drive, but uh, yeah, no, oh my God. they have, uh, yeah, they're clams and they're white, they're clams and white sauces. It's, it's awesome. It's like every time That's I the eat one them, I think about he always dude. gets and he yeah. drags the bread, drags the bread through the sauce the whole bit, right? Yeah, and I, one time this waitress tried to take the 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 bowl with just the juice with bread soaking in it. I thought Doogie was gonna snatch her hand off. 
Oh my goodness. All right. I feel pretty covered on food and drink. Um, we, we can loop back and, and pop in a few more as we, as we see fit. What about the track experience itself? So I have made a big decision in my life for various reasons. I'm not paddock barring this year. I'm not saying I'm not going to like ever go to the paddock bar, but it is not going to be my home base. I just, for me personally, where I am in my life, it like promoted very unhealthy activities to get there at like 11 all every day to hold down a table and eating and drinking and, and limited, limited and not healthy food options and this and that. I'm actually going to do the clubhouse seat method. I've got four clubhouse seats for every day of the meet. And that's going to be my home base. I can show up at four o'clock. I think it'll be, I think Perrin will be more engaged um, being able to like watch the the racing live for, like I said, for various reasons, that's the direction I'm going. You know, a lot of the days, if you want reserve seats, a lot of them are going to be sold out. There is, there are lots of new hospitality options though available, including whatever this new thing is at the paddock bar. I don't know if you've had a chance yeah. to take a look at this, this building that they've constructed over there, but yeah, I would say for the clubhouse and grandstand seats, I'd still try to make an inquiry and see what you can buy. I think there are some things available. Um, and then there's options like getting the stretch boxes down, um, obviously, at the at the top of the stretch. That's kind of an interesting place where you can uh, spread out a bit more than in the, the, the rather cramped grandstand or clubhouse seats. And there's a, a special bar that you'll have access to there. Um, you know, there, there's loads of different ways of doing it. I'm going old school, going back to the clubhouse seats. What do you recommend that people do? Um, I, I did something similar um, just because, you know, I, I don't know, you know, Austin's going to, we're going, Austin's going to be here for the first three weeks. Um, Joe Vanina's going to be coming to the track often. And so like, I wanted to make sure that there, we had a spot too outside of the paddock bar. And I love the paddock bar and the paddock bars done a lot for us and meant a lot to us, but it, it has, maybe we've outgrown it where it's just like, you know, it's, you know, you, you don't get to see very many races for one, which we kind of were okay with. The viewing is not great, especially when we used to be upstairs there more. The viewing yeah. was great, yeah. at least on t- the TV viewing was great. But since that's sort of been taken out of the equation, yeah. except on days when you rent the whole thing. Yeah, it's a desperate place to try to watch a race. And so we have a table for four every day in the 1863. Now, the reason I did that is because, you know – there's a, there's a, it's air conditioned and yeah. the comfort level is high in there. Yeah. G's parents are a picnic chair. People that find a spot, same spot every day with all their friends. So like on, you know, on a lot of days, Austin and G will probably hang out with him while I'm working them while I'm working or whatever. And so I, that's where I picked because I wanted to have that option for AC on those hot days. Or if I want to like come to the track at noon and hang out and work and I'm not on until three, I don't want to be out. I can't be outside sweating because I won't stop sweating. Right. So that's I, I agree with you on that. Um, the top the 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 the, uh, the top of the stretch or what's that thing called up there, Pete? That Marshall got that one day. The stretch boxes. Stretch, the stretch boxes. Yeah, at the top. I think, I think it's called the stretch run or something. Stre- huh. Let me look that okay. up. Actually, well, I don't want to give that to people wrong because they also have like there's also like a top of the stretch picnic area there. Yes. So there I want to make like sure we gazebos don't gazebos up there. It is called the stretch and it's been sponsored by Cutwater. So it's called the Cutwater stretch. And it is like upstairs at like, I would call it between the eighth pole and the quarter pole. And you can get like a dining room table. It's completely covered and shaded. And um, 
you know, Marshall Graham sat up there one time with his family and Austin actually hung out with them. I think that's a, an option. The place you're talking about is like those top of the stretch gazebos, like gazebos that you can get. Okay. They're like ground and, and- level. Yeah, I, I was thinking – I think I was thinking of the, the thing that you just described. They're, they're like where the grandstand seats used to be. That's that's this cutwater stretch or that's something else? Cutwater stretch is like higher up. Like on the like the top floor you can be on at the track in the top corner that you can be. There's a video if – you, if, you, if, you're, if you're carrying what we're saying, don't let us confuse <laughs> you. Just go to – Sorry. It is, it is like just Google the cutwater stretch Saratoga. There's actually a YouTube video – that gives you like a tour of the whole situation. Cool. Well, check it out. I, I think they're, you know, I like to have a spot and that's an interesting way to try to get one. You mentioned 1863. I'll just chime in on that. I think for what you're doing with it, it's absolutely perfect. If you are like a real racing fan and you want to go and soak up, you got to make some decisions, right? For comfort, I would say 1863 is awesome. Um, and if you have like sort of an independent party and you just want to hang out with those people and go there, that's great. But I've noticed a lot of days, it's just not really racing people in there a lot. There's a lot of like companies doing things and this and that, which is no problem at all. But like, if you're looking to have like a real Saratoga experience, I'm not sure it's the best place. Is that fair? Yeah. I actually heard from, from the ticketing office that it's actually easier to get tickets on the weekend than it is during the week. Cause during the week, like you mentioned is when a bunch of corporate events are like taking, you know, days out from the office type of deals are, are, are happening. Yeah. Look, I have, we, I, we have so many other seating options that if I was going to just have a place to have a home base, I wanted it to be where it was, there's air conditioning. You know what I mean? Um, so that was why we went with that. And you talked about the outdoor options. They, they are there. That's a terrific way to do it. I think, especially if money is of consideration, you can still bring in coolers to the Saratoga backyard. You're just going to want to get there early to be able to ensure that you get a picnic table. Now I don't know the rules anymore because I haven't done the picnic table routine in a long time. Maybe you're more up on it than me, but that idea of getting there in the morning and claiming your picnic table, you could have an extremely inexpensive really great experience where you can wander over to the paddock. And I do still believe there's a way you can reserve. If you don't want to deal with all that Michigas, you still can reserve a picnic table right up against the paddock. And that's still going to be great value. Again, if, if you want to save that money to make sure you have enough to bet in the early pick five. Bless that. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that's always a great option. Um, to, to elaborate a little bit, Pete, to answer your question about the paddock bar for those who are so interested in that area, Basically what they did is they tore down that tent where there was the circle bar in the middle. They tore that down. And they made a, they put a two story, two story structure. So the bottom level, there will be a permanent bar. I'm sure it'll be a square or a rectangle. It'll be the exact same vibe. It's just not a tent. Open air. Open air. Open air. Okay. And then you can go upstairs and there's like two big rooms up there that you can, there's like a divider. So you can like rent out a half of a room. It's like more of like a banquet style, um, not banquet style, more of a suite style experience. If you, you know, if you want to think about it that way, if you want to rent gotcha. that second floor, but the second floor to my understanding is not going to be a free flowing, Oh, we're going to go upstairs and, and have a drink. It's like someone's renting private, yeah. private box. And then the bottom will feel the same. Shake Shack will still be there. All that type of stuff. 
Okay, gotcha. All these options, by the way, spelled out in great detail over on Naira.com. Go under the Saratoga tab under tickets, and you'll see all about all the areas we've been discussing and many options we didn't even get to. And of course, if you have any specific questions about any of this stuff, hit me up on Twitter. Happy to try to point you in a direction, put you in touch with the right people. Looms boldly for me on there. Or go to InTheMoneyPodcast.com and hit me up through the contact page. That goes directly to my personal email, and I will uh, I, I get back to everybody. Sometimes it takes a minute. But I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you eventually and try to help you out because we do want our listeners to have the best Saratoga experiences that, uh, that they can. Where should we go next? We could talk about um, dark day activities. We've we got to do yeah. our little coffee hit. What do you think? Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah, I don't, well I'll just, I'm, I'm basically going to just not answer your question at all and just do something different. Uh, haircut. Uh, haircut. Boy, <laughs> that's a dark day activity. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get your hair cut on the day of the races, are you? Maybe. That'd be crazy. No, there's a possibility I might do that. <laughs> um, it's called the the boiler room cut and shave, and it is really cool. It's it's like it's it's hard to find it because it's right off of Phyla Street, tucked back in an alley to a certain extent. Um, so there, you know that you know that bar, Pete Harvey's. Yes. It's like basically right across Where the bank used to be. Yes, it's like right across the street from there there's a little cutout. There's some signage you can see, you know, boiler room cut and shape, but it's like kind of tucked back and there's three chairs in there. Uh Dakota's the guy that cuts my hair. They've got like an old-timey refrigerator in there. It's it's like a super cool like barbershop experience. They do a great job. They're not expensive. I mean, my haircuts that I was getting in Austin were twice as much as I was as they are as they are here. Um, and it's cool. It's really good. So, uh, the boiler room cut and shave that it was a struggle for me the first couple of years on where to get a haircut. Like I'll be going there often. There we go. Clearly a topic you take very seriously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the reason we didn't, we didn't have video on the show. JK said his hair wasn't right. Oh, my hair's um, a disaster right I'll, now. <laughs> I'll put it. You got to go see your guys at the boiler room. I'll put in a shout out for my guys up there who do a great job at the Regal Barber Shop, where you could do an old school barber shave there. Which I I don't I don't know if the boiler room is about that. Yes, they, they, but, they'll uh, sort Regal. you out. Full meal yeah. deal. That's cool. Well, they, so try them both and tell us what you like better. I mean, they're both. Uh, I and I'll, I'll mix it up too. I mean, why not? I'm not. I'm not a complete uh, haircut monogamist at this point. So we'll we'll, we'll have to we'll, we'll vary it. But Regal, very well regarded. Great vibes. Fun, you know, likely to hear Frank Sinatra and, you know, the guys will be dressed impeccably and offer you an espresso or, I don't know, maybe later in the day a shot of whiskey. I don't quite know how that works, but they do a very, very good, uh, very, very good job at the Regal Barbershop. And JK, who's picky about this stuff, is giving his highest recommendation. I mean, hey, I, I gave you I gave you an open court to talk about anything you wanted and you went right to the boiler room. So, you know, that's how seriously you take it. Other dark day stuff. How about exercise? I think Saratoga is a great – now, granted, sometimes you have to go very early in the morning because it gets so hot. But it's a great walking and running around city. I love that little nature trail that goes by – I don't exactly know how to describe it. It goes by EBI, the beverage place, which is actually a really good place to buy your canned beer um, uh, and bottled beer. But that nature trail is great for a little one. We we took a run down there a few years ago. What You've been getting out and exercising a lot more lately. What advice do you have on the topic? Yeah, I mean we love – we do the – we do we just do SPAC a lot, man. It's fun. You can can just keep kind of – I don't know. We'll go that way. We'll go that way. And you just – you can find like off trails. You can, but there's there's also like pavement roads. Um, we've we've really enjoyed running around SPAC, and it's and the other thing about SPAC that's great 
is if you want to outdoor run is that it's so there's so many trees. It's so shaded. So the sun is not yes. violating you the entire time. Um, yes. which is, which is Avenue great. of the Pines. If you're, yes. if you're looking for a specific place to run in the park, yep. look for the Avenue of the Pines. I actually had a listener, um, Doug Davenport actually contacted me recently, thanking for that recommendation on a previous, I don't know if it was on a previous lifestyle show or if he just reached out to me. But when I was marathon training, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of long runs from the little house on the east side all the way down to the park and then out and back, uh, taken in the Avenue of the Pines. And that, that's a good, that's just a magic place back. I mean, it's really, oh, awesome. it's great. That Vic- Victoria pool there is, is just a terrific place. A really, you know, sort of an adult swimming pool yep. experience. You know, it's not as, as in not kids. Kitty, kitty for the kitty kitty one there's another pool up there there's, a, yeah, there's, there's another uh, one that has a slide but victoria pool is the one without yes. the slide so that's the that's Correct. the most help i can give that's you. that's the one with the bar you got yeah. one with this that's how you could d- d- differentiate your pools the pool with the bar and the pool with the slide you figure out which one is victoria one pool is, is awesome too it's not it's not your typical like public pool vibe either it's it just no. so you know it feels more like a like a uh, club not like a, yeah, you're like not at a resort but like a you know it feels a little bit more like that you got to get there early and kind of reserve your stuff um g's probably upstairs mad as hell that i just said that because she goes basically <laughs> they just go they go early put towels down carry on with life come back later yeah that's that's well just like the saratoga yeah. backyard that's that's clearly a thing yeah. it's clearly a thing up there um, um th- that way of living and, it, and music of course you check the concert schedule both SPAC and cafe lena and see who's around while you're there you could check you know if you're willing to travel check down in in albany as well and see who's playing there there's it's a great live music area yes and you'll catch a lot of bands that aren't bands you've heard of just like bands that make their living performing in the summer um and throughout the year up there, there there's some there's some really good stuff if you like live music you're going to the right place with Saturday. yeah we were gonna try to for spec we were gonna try I mean, to tell you too pete just we were gonna try to catch nora jones and take the kids because that seemed like a very chilled concert for them to go you know i'll take them to dance and you know. sit out on the lawn and yeah and, and have the kids hang out yeah, yeah it's it's, I gotta it's check the pretty dates, cool but yeah so th- th- that's always cool um, and then also before we pivot fully away from fitness, we do, um, we've been going to like a, uh, like a personal trainer a couple of days a week, just for like 30 minutes, just to kind of, you know, keep it dynamic. And it's, uh, it's right downtown. It's called, um, refine private training studio refine. And, um, okay. they do, you know, they got a, a couple of, of, of guys in there that are awesome. And so we've been, we've been enjoying that too. Paul's who we go to. Um, but there's, it's also a guy named Shane that's awesome there too. So if you want to, if you're wanting to kind of take your, if, if you're, if you got a serious fitness journey and you're worried, I was worried last summer, I'd done a bunch to try to get in shape before I came up here. And I was like, well, it's going to go to hell getting up here, eating and drinking and carrying on. But, uh, if you want to, if you want to try to refocus that refine private training is good. Good, good tip there. We're, we're, we're basically out of time. This is unbelievable. I've still got stuff on the list, but I know you have stuff to do. I have stuff to do. It's okay. I'll pop in another segment where I talk through some other uh, of the things on my list with, uh, with another guest. But before we, we wrap your time on the show today, JK, anything else unmissable? Did you want to tell people about coffee? Did you want to talk about kid activities? Just, you know, if you want to give a little rapid fire for two minutes, then we'll Oof. let you get out yeah, of here. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to speed round it here for a second, a couple of places. Um, what else? Obviously, you'll hit the Ninja Studio a little bit more. Um, uh, I used uh, Salvi to rent boats. If you ever want to rent a boat on Saratoga Lake, you can do that. Um, do not be afraid to drive 30 minutes to Lake George. It's 
The lake is just nicer. I don't know what else to tell you. The water is stunning. It's hard to get into the Sagamore like it used to be. They get a little bit tricky. I think they're charging $20 for a day pass to just go and eat lunch there. But man, it's wow. beautiful. It's, it, it it's, nice. it's, you know, sitting out there and like looking out on the, look at the mountains and the water. It's awesome. Um, the, the miniature golf community in, in Huge Lake George is wild. Like we took Austin up there. He loved it. Had a great time. There's a restaurant up there called the log jam. G and her family have been coming here forever. They they showed me this place. It's a prime rib place, and like it, and this place looks like a log. And it's they have a mud pie. Pete, oh my god, it's outstanding. <laughs> That's always fun. Um, and if you want to get even more adventurous on a dark day, if you're here for a long enough time to kind of justify this, we just spent uh, a couple of days up in Lake Placid. So another it's two hours from Saratoga up to Lake Placid, and. Man, that was fun. Really cool situation. We stayed at the Mirror Lake Inn, and and that was nice. If you if you want to be real adventurous and, and get away, get away, get away for a couple of days, um, that that's always nice too. So um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, what are you doing for coffee? Coffee. You know, we go to this Market Thirty Two a lot, and <laughs> and we go there way too much. There's a Starbucks in there, so we often get ourselves stuck in there, but. Uncommon grounds, like you'll say, I obviously love downtown um, and uh, the place over. Yeah, and then uh, crew over over. Uh, we've we've popped over there a little bit too, over by that EBI and and uh, the Fresh Market. Oh yeah, I'm glad oh. you mentioned those crew. Crew's my favorite coffee. Uncommon grounds gets the shout out though for the bagels and the fact that I've basically written entire books in that place in my in my life. So I, I gotta gotta give them props. How I think, a closing me, thought from you before we yes, let you get out of here. Dairy House. <laughs> that would have been a huge host fail if I hadn't asked you about your favorite ice cream. Oh, Dairy House. Look, I'll, I'll hit Ben and Jerry's because I'm downtown a lot. But if you're if you're if you like hopping in the car or if you're going to Nove or the Wishing Well or whatever and you're out there, uh, Dairy House is right there off of that same road that, that, that Nove is. And it's just it's just my favorite. Their coffee and Oreo ice cream is, is like the greatest thing I've ever had. And that's what I make. If I'm like feeling like a fat kid at home, I will make coffee ice cream and crush Oreos and put it in it. This place like already has it made. It's, it's, it's a very special. <laughs> JK, you're the best. Thank you so much for all of that. Um, if we think of more, you know, send me a note and I'll, I'll, when I do the next part of the show, I'll bring it back in, but really appreciate your insights and look forward to having you on a, you know, uh, obviously you get super busy during Saratoga, but we're going to, we're going to get you on a little bit more than the last few years. And of course you'll still be doing your, your Saturday stuff for plus. So yeah, we're going to be a lot more of JK on the, in the money media network, this Saratoga than the last couple. And I, for one, I'm very excited about it. And to be honest, I'll probably be on a little bit more. My nights aren't nearly as late, uh, at this stage of my life. That's good. We love to hear it, man. It's uh, it's great having you here, and we will catch up with you in, I don't know, uh, b- ahead of Saratoga. No doubt about it. PTF. Love you. Bye. Today's show is also brought to you in part by our friends at the Breeders' Cup and specifically our Horse Players Happy Hour series. We're back at it again this week. Unusual week. With no Belmont running, we're going to do a full card Horseshoe Indie slate on Thursday. I think I'm even going to pop up a special free podcast with Blake Jesse going over the races that are going to be in the contest just to give it a little extra push. Horse Players Happy Hour, amazing opportunity for players. Two Breeders' Cup betting challenge seats added to the prize pool at no cost to players. No membership fee, no nothing. All you got to do is play one week. 
If you happen to finish in the top two, you'll get an entry into our postseason contest where you could win one of those $10,000 BCBC seats. The overall tour winner gets one as well. And the money that goes to the house, the house cut, all designated for charity, Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation and the Thoroughbred Aftercare Alliance. You can play on horseplayers.com for just $20. Go to horseplayers.com, look for Horseplayers Happy Hour, and you can also watch us live. We live stream every week. We're going to keep doing this on Thursdays from 4 to 5, me and Matt Bernier and a team of exciting guests. And for that one, you can catch it on my social media, at Looms Boldly, in the Money Media. You can get it there on uh, social media or Breeders' Cup Social, Facebook, Twitter, at Breeders' Cup Check it out. Horse Players Happy Hour. Get involved today. Next up on the show, very happy to welcome in a man. I'm happy to call a friend at this point, somebody that uh, we've worked with for a little while here on the network, and I've gotten to know a lot better over the course of the last few months as I've become a member of the Adelphi Racing Club. He is Matt Cater. Matt, how are things? I'm good. How are you, Pete? Things are great, man. I want to just start off with, um, you know, uh, letting you know how much I appreciate as someone who's been involved in racing partnerships and and the ownership experience in various ways throughout the time, how much effort you put into the missives we get as part of the club and, you know, letting people really feel like they're part of the experience, getting to see workout videos and hear updates anytime there's news. And even when it's not the best of news, it's not something you sugarcoat, you tell, you tell it like it is. And then you get very enthusiastic when you have the good news to relay. And it definitely, from my point of view, has made me feel like part of the team, and I really appreciate that. I, I, and I imagine it's a lot more work than it looks like. I, I really appreciate you saying that, Pete. I mean, I think, you know, from my perspective, having owned horses in partnerships before and having owned my own horses, like one of the, the important things when we started at Delphi, um, or one of the things that was important to us when we started at Delphi was, was making this feel like a partnership versus an investment for our partners. Um, you know, and, and so we just try to treat everything that we do um, as if, you know, we're not the managing member, you're not an investor, but rather we're partners in owning this horse. And so, you know, we're going to give you the good and the bad and, and, um, you know, we're going to be, you know, as upfront as, as possible about what's going on with the horses. And, you know, we're pretty collaborative, um, you know, a lot of the partnerships, especially the ones where we're looking to claim and, and privately purchase horses and things like that. So it's, it's, the whole thing is designed around, you know, the, the, the partnership experience, so to speak. And, I'm glad you're uh, you're enjoying that part. I definitely feel like I've learned something too, just about you know getting horses ready for their for their first races and all the things that go into it. And when you look at a work tab, what that might mean when you go from having you know you see the fat that fast work mixed in with some slower works and trying to get inside the the thought process of the trainers as well. It's been a great learning experience for me, and I'm looking forward to getting an opportunity to get more of it up at Saratoga. And hey, uh, who knows? Maybe even an opportunity to go go meet a horse or two up there for sure. <laughs> what do you guys have in mind as a racing club, as a racing, racing partnership for Saratoga? Do you expect to have a lot of people on the team in the club up there for the meet? What 
give me a little bit of an overview of what you're expecting for the Saratoga meet. Yeah, no, I mean, look, Saratoga is always the the sort of pinnacle of the year in terms of getting people together in person and hanging out and you know enjoying an adult beverage and watching some racing. That <laughs> you know, it's it's a little easier to get people out to Saratoga in the summer than it is to get people out to Aqueduct in the middle of winter. You know, <laughs> probably can imagine. Um, so it's an exciting time of year. Uh, we actually have a lot of partners that are based up in that general area too. Um, so harder for them to get downstate and they're kind of always out uh, in the mornings and in the afternoon during the, the eight weeks of the Saratoga meet. So we'll have a lot of people out. Um, you know, we have a box in the stretch. Um, we've had that for the last couple of years, really since they've they've started that that section and we love it there. It's kind of like the, the sort of central, uh, you know, holding area for all of our partners. Everybody kind of comes in, hangs out for a few races or hangs out for the day or whatever may be and and um you know we kind of go from there but uh it's a it's a fun time of year and it's crazy that we're 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 right on it um very exciting what do you have right now in terms of of inventory or is this you know when you have a racing partnership you don't always have inventory where where are you standing as far as that goes approaching the meet yeah this is kind of a quiet time of the year for us in terms of having available inventory um you know We've we've got a lot of babies that uh, you know partners have bought into that are you know preparing to race um, and you know they'll get sort of going some of them here at Saratoga some of them as we get you know further into the year into the fall um, but we do have or, or hope to have uh, maybe a baby or two uh, available um, you know we're, we're kind of always looking for private purchases we actually um, bought in pretty last minute to a to a two year old that raced last weekend at Belmont. He'll race again up in Saratoga. So there's always those kind of like last minute opportunities if if we can find them um, that could be available. But we don't have a ton available right now. So you know this is actually a really good time. I think you know for partners or potential partners, if you want to reach out, even though we don't have you know a ton of inventory available for you to buy into, reach out if you're going to be up in Saratoga. Um, come by, meet us in the morning, or hang out in the afternoon in our box in the stretch, and you know, just kind of get to know what we're all about and what we're doing. Um, would love to do that with as many people as as are interested. Obviously, we read ads here on the show, and we're one conduit to get information about changing circumstances if there is a you know a new uh, investment to get involved in, et cetera, et cetera. But is there a, a mailing list, or uh, the, what's the best way? Would you point people to social media? What's the best way to keep abreast of everything going on in the Adelphi world? Yeah, so we'll obviously post what's going on on all of our social media accounts, so you can follow us there and 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 be kept abreast. Um, but I would say the best thing to do would be to go to our website um, and sign up for our newsletter. Um, if you do that, you'll be on our mail- mailing list and, and we'll send you all the updates. You can also just reach out to me directly. My email is matt at adelphiracing.com. Um, and I'm happy to put you on our mailing list, answer any questions you have. Um, and again, hopefully, you know, we can meet up and, and have a, a beverage or two up in Saratoga in the next couple of weeks. Love it. We'll have to do some sort of collaborative um, something or other at some stage up there. I know we're going to be doing shows every Sunday, 11 a.m. at the Brentwood. It'd be fun to have you as a guest for one of those to come on, talk a little bit about what Adelphi is all about. Of course, I'll hold your feet to the fire and make you handicap some races and tell some Saratoga stories as well. But that's going to be every yeah, every Sunday at the Brentwood at 11 Really, really looking forward to that. So, so hopefully we can uh, we can you know bring, bring a bunch of partners when we get you on and, and have sort of a, a fun morning out there. And hopefully that'll be just the beginning in terms of fun stuff we can put together. Well, it's it's a really cool spot over there. Obviously, you know, right across the street from the track and 
perfect for a Sunday morning after you've had probably one too many beverages on Saturday night. You can just wander <laughs> over the horseshoe, have a few drinks, and uh, you know start feeling a little bit better. <laughs> good, good Bloody Marys. We we're gonna you know we're, we're gonna hopefully have our Bloody Mary sponsors back again this year. That that was very useful as the to, to light the fuse many a Sunday morning. So I think that's a that's a good idea. So, and obviously the website, I'm sure people have figured it out by now, but at DelphiRacing.com, check out the newsletter and everything going on. While I have you, we've got a few minutes left, Matt. I did want to get some of your personal favorite recommendations for Saratoga. And I'm just going to give this to you completely open. You can talk food and drink. You can talk dark day activities, just, you know, things you love about Saratoga. Sure. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you and JK have hit all of the uh, the usual spots, and there are there are so many good spots in Saratoga. It's one of the, the best things about uh, racing up there is there's just a lot to do. Um, but I, I guess maybe I'll try to hit on a couple of things that hopefully you haven't uh, uh, touched on yet. Um, I guess the first of which would be what I, what I referenced before, which is kind of where we set up shop every day, which is in the stretch. I don't know if you've spent a ton of time over there, Pete, but um, it's, it's quickly become my favorite area of the track to watch races. Um, obviously the, the clubhouse boxes are great and there's a tremendous amount of history with those. Um, but they're, they're, they're small and cramped and, you know, basically built for humans. Yep. 1900, um, not necessarily. <laughs> 2022. It's, you know, it's, it's a good description. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tougher place to kind of be social and hang out. You know, you kind of have to sit in your chair and look forward and ahead and there's not a lot of room and, and, uh, you know, but there's great history there, but, but the, the stretch is, is really a cool new concept that they, they put into place three or four years ago. Um, you know, sort of wide open boxes, lounge type seating, you know, L-shaped couches, um, just more space for people to hang out. Um, you know, if you're not running a horse, um, you know, you can, you can be casual up there. You can wear shorts and a t-shirt, things like that. Um, it's a private area, which I love because, you know, if it's a busy day. You've got private bedding windows and a private bathroom and bar and all those sort of things that, you know, typically you get long lines, um, you know, on, on the big days uh, and the rest of the track. Um, and actually, I think it's a really cool vantage point to watch racing. You see horses sort of coming around the turn. And um, I would say, especially on dirt, you know, nine times out of 10, you can see who's traveling the best. Yeah, you can see who's going to win pretty much from there. I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, last year, I forget the, the stake, the two-year-old stake that Witt won. Um, you know, watching him make the move that he made on the turn there was quite quite impressive and, um, you know, just a, kind of a good example of, of what you can see from that vantage point. So I think it's a it's a really fun place to, to see races. You know, we've got a box. We've got partners that have boxes. I think we've got, like, between our box and our partners, like, three or four boxes in a little section there. So it's always a fun time. Um, you know, so, again, I, I would, you know, whether you're coming to hang out with us or not, I would recommend trying to get over there at least for a day or two um, and enjoy that experience. Um, you know, that's always, always fun. Um, I guess other than that, you know, at the track, I'm sure you guys talked about the paddock bar. I know that they've done a lot of, um, renovation and remodeling to it this year. I'm, I'm curious to kind of see what it's going to be about, but, um, Desiree and the crew there do a phenomenal job. So I'm sure it'll be fun. And, and that's always a good place to go. I like going there kind of, you know, last couple races of the day. So, you know, hang out in the box for the day. And then, you know, as we kind of get to the latter part of the card, you know, head down there, see some people, have some drinks and, you know, kind of hang out post racing and let it, op- let the track sort of, um, you know, empty out. It's a, a a really, really fun place and sort of like a centralized, you know, meeting location for a bunch of people, um, you know, during the race day who may be, you know, hanging out in different places, um, you know, for the bulk of the day. So, you know, that, that, that to me is, uh, you know, is a, is a fun place, uh, fun place to go at the track. Um, and then I guess like outside of the track, um, actually, before we started recording this, Pete, we were talking about the West side, 
um, which not as many people, I think, you know, kind of have been exposed to um, in Saratoga. There's a cool bar on the west side called the Barrel House, um, which I like. I don't know if you've been there. Uh, yeah, some good stuff, uh, good bottles. And they have some they've had like some crazy interesting beer on draft there as well. Yeah, a lot of local craft brews and things like that. And the food's good. And they've got a little outdoor patio. I think it's multi-level and, you know, sometimes have some live music and things like that. Um, the guy that owns that bar, uh, bar Charlie, uh, you know, does a really good job. It's just a, it's a fun little like local hang. Um, a little bit off the beaten path. I think it's, I guess, best geographic sort of uh, 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 focal point for that is it's kind of like right behind the embassy suites, um, pretty yeah. close to behind the embassy suites if, if people know where that is. But that's a that's a fun sort of off the beaten path bar. Um, you know, other than that, I, I like post races. I like going to Dango's. I don't know if you guys talked about that. Yeah. Um, but they have that outdoor, outdoor patio. It gets pretty packed. They have cabanas. I don't know. I guess you would call them cabanas or whatever, but um, you know, they've got TVs in them and, and it's a good place to kind of hang out post racing. And because of the TVs and that setup, you can watch Del Mar and, and bet from your phone and things like that. That's always fun. So uh, that's good advice. Yeah. I mean, th- those are, those are some, some places I would, I would definitely check out um, ice cream wise. got to go to dairy house on maple. Uh, <laughs> JK put in a, the big dairy house plug, but it's, I'm very happy to double up on dairy house. <laughs> yeah. I, I lived, uh, I rented a house like kind of nearby there one year. And I think with my, well, he was seven at the time, but with my seven year old son, I think we went there five or six days a week <laughs> just from, uh, from that, but, uh, it was well, well worth it. Um, that's great. You mentioned farther afield, and I just realized that there's one that I need to talk about. Now, this is we're talking really far afield. We're talking Albany now, but these guys have supported us in the past in many, many ways. The new Albany Distilling Company um, tap room and outdoor space, I guess you'd call it. They've got a uh, a Defazio's Pizza outpost in there now absolutely if you're going to be in the if you're coming in through albany and you have a couple hours before you head up or just if you want to make an excursion i would check it out excellent cocktails the albany distilling company are the ones who've uh, collaborated with us on the in the money whiskey so you know they're near and dear to my heart but this space is really cool and it hasn't i don't know if they've had since they sort of redeveloped their patio space and certainly since they got the the pizza in there it's all been, you know, pandemic time. So I think that could be completely crazy and fun this summer and a place if people are willing to, you know, we're talking about them like they might not travel to the West side. So I'm not sure if we're going to get them to travel down to Albany, but I do feel obligated to put in a good plug for my friends at Albany distilling company. Um, and take a look at the website and see maybe they, they have concerts and, and like event type stuff there as well. Do you, when you're up there, do you pretty much stay in Saratoga or do you get to the sort of tri cities areas at all? I pretty much stay in Saratoga, although I was going to say, you know, back a few years back, I used to take the train up to Saratoga a lot um, and a good place in Albany, you know, kind of like, you know, get in, get out, go somewhere in Albany before you head back up to Saratoga. Sounds like a, a good a good thing. So maybe that's, uh, you know, I know a lot of our partners take the train up from the city or, or whatever, and, and they get off at the, the Albany Amtrak station and maybe they can check out that bar uh, or, or yeah. brewery, I should say, um, you know, on, on the way up. Sounds like a good spot. It's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And then speaking of Tri-Cities, this is just a rumor. 
But somebody told me that Cornell's in Schenectady is going to be reopening. That was always one of my favorites back in the day to, to, to zip down there for sort of classic. I mean, we have loads of good Italian in Saratoga. We, JK and I went through, you know, half a dozen places, but Cornell's was still at least a couple of times a meet to zip down to Schenectady. Now, who knows if it's the same people or, or whatever. I can't give it like the full ringing endorsement, but especially if you're there the whole time, I do think that's a, an idea worth mentioning is checking out Tri-Cities because Troy has loads of good places, even though my favorite one is no longer there. But that's, you know, the way things go in the restaurant world so many times. But I would I would definitely, you know, take a look at what's going on in Albany, Troy, Schenectady. And you can find you can find some really cool stuff because Saratoga is awesome. But when you're there, especially now with, you know, 40 racing days, I mean, we're there. We're there for two months. It's it's OK to leave town once in a while, as far as I'm concerned. Well, also, also, as someone who's a little late to the party and making my uh, my dinner reservations for the meet and seeing uh, a couple of days ago when I tried to do that, how how jammed and packed everything already is. Um, places a little bit out of town might be uh, might be interesting, you know, just to to kind of have in your back pocket if you can't get in somewhere local. So that's that's a good one. From a practicality point of view. Excellent. We haven't talked too much about the mornings on this show, and that's something I know is good to talk uh, with you about. There are – you don't have to – obviously, if you're a member of the Adelphi uh, Racing Club, you'll, you'll have some special privileges in terms of being able to see things. But even if you're not involved in the business at all, there are areas where folks can go out in the morning – on the Oklahoma side and watch horses train. And the backstretch, it's one of the most magical, amazing things about Saratoga as far as I'm concerned. What advice would you have to somebody who wanted to check it out? Yeah, no, and and, and even if you aren't an owner or don't have an, an owner's badge um, and you're just, you know, interested kind of in experience it, experiencing it, feel free to reach out to me. You know, happy to kind of meet up with you one morning, you know, as an owner – um, you can get uh, non-owners a guest pass for the morning, you know, with your badge. So, um, you know, you could kind of hang out and go everywhere that the owners go and, and see the barns and do all that sort of stuff. So um, don't think just because you're not an owner yet that you can't, um, you know, have that full experience. Obviously, as you mentioned, there are areas um, that you could just go to by yourself, um, you know, if you don't have a badge. But um, it's relatively easy to, to kind of, you know, uh, see everything else. Um, if you just reach out and want to hang out for a morning, um, we're pretty much out there every morning. Um, you know, provided that the, the night wasn't too late. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, I would say, you know, 80, 90% of the time, you know, we're out there in the morning. Um, you know, our, our two primary trainers, I think I've mentioned on, on the shows before are Ray Handel and Christoph Clement, um, kind of two completely different experiences in the morning, both really interesting to see and fun to see. Um, Ray's got a really casual barn atmosphere. Um, you can kind of come and hang out. You, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see a lot of Adelphi folks over there. You'll see a lot of his other owners over there just kind of hanging out and socializing in the morning, watching the, watching the horses go out in their sets and, and things like that. Um, he's on the Oklahoma, um, which is my favorite part of the backside, especially for the mornings in Saratoga. Um, and then Christoph Clement, um, has a beautiful barn on the Oklahoma as well. Um, everything that, that Christoph does is super choreographed. It's, it's quite amazing to watch him train horses in the morning. I would, I would actually highly recommend that, um, to anybody. Um, you know, he's, he's kind of like a, like a maestro, um, directing an orchestra, so to speak. It's, <laughs> it's very, very, uh, very, very, uh, cool to watch. So, um, you know, it's, it, I think getting that experience, seeing, you know, kind of 
you know, how it works, you know, watching, you know, the different sets go out and, and, you know, you see how they get the horses ready to go out and you see, you know, the horses go out to the track and, and they all have sort of their individualized training plan. And then, you know, you can watch them come back and cool out and, you know, walk, um, take a bath, go back into the stall, like just seeing that process and that, the, you know, that it's kind of repeated, um, you know, five or six times per barn per morning, um, it's just a really interesting thing to see. And, and, um, you know, if you hang, hang around close enough to the trainers, you can kind of see what they're looking for, you know, before the horses go out, you know, to make sure that they're physically doing okay. And, um, you know, what they're checking for after, you know, they go out and gallop or jog or work or whatever it may be. It's, it's just a lot of fun. Um, and there's also some good, you know, as you know, Pete, there's some good sort of, um, you know, places to, to gravitate towards on the backside, you know, on the main track, obviously there's that, that, uh, that food stand that a lot of people come and hang out with. You could see other people, owners, trainers, jockeys, jockeys, agents, et cetera. You know, just a good way to kind of have a quick bite, a cheap bite back there, um, which is in, in today's day and age, always a good thing. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, see a bunch of people. I, actually, that's a, that's another thing I didn't mention that I would mention. A lot of people don't really know about this, but if you, if you are an owner and you have a, a Naira owner's badge, um, you can actually watch racing in the afternoon on the backside. Um, I'm sure people who are listening to this have, have like watched, um, you know, the Saratoga track feed or the TV feed and you see people hanging out, um, you know, when they're running like six, six and a half, seven furlong races, um, and they're starting on the backside, you see people hanging out on the, on the rail as they break. Um, those are people that are actually watching the races on the backside. Um, and they have that, that food stand there. They've got picnic tables, they've got bedding windows. Um, they pretty much a little bar. Yeah. A little bar, um, with very, very inexpensive beer. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I have a pretty good story about that, but, uh, we'll save that for another day. But, um, but no, it's, it's just, a, it's a fun place to see, uh, racing, you know, um, obviously no doubt about it. Yeah. If you're watching it on the rail on the backside, you see them break and you kind of have to run back to watch the finish on the TVs, but, um, it's a good vantage point, completely different. And it's a fun, like more, you know, sort of private picnicy type type of a feel. So if you have an owner's license and you haven't done that before, it's definitely worth checking out. And, uh, you know, same as in the mornings, if you have a license and you've got, you know, a friend or whatever you want to bring along, you can use your owner's badge to sign them in as your guest to get them a guest pass for the day and they can join you. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. We try to do that at least four or five times a meet, you know, usually like on Sundays or things like that, like go back there and hang out for, for that's a good idea for a get together. You know, obviously we'll have to figure out, you know, uh, how, how to do it logistically within the, within the, the, the bounds of the rules to get a listener or two back there, but that's an incredible offer. You just extended. I hope people appreciate the, uh, what a great opportunity that might be to go as your guest and learn a little bit more. I mean, the rhythm of life on the backstretch, it's just so appealing to be so close to these beautiful animals. And I mean, it's, it's some of, I'll just describe it this way. It's some of the most present I've ever felt in my life when I'm back there wandering around and, you know, you're seeing the different people in racing, which is great, but just it's, it's so much more than that. It's, it's that uh, being so close to the animals and seeing their daily routine and just that, I'll use that phrase again, just the rhythm of life on the backstretch. It's something very, very appealing and something that probably should be experienced if you're coming to Saratoga. Now, again, there's that stand. If you don't want to, you know, if you just want to show up and do it, there is the, the lovely clocker stand on Oklahoma you can access. Naira themselves do backstretch tours. Ooh, speaking of tours, and I've kept you over time, and I won't go too much longer, but this is one I just want to throw out there. I, I should have checked. But I wonder if they're still doing those museum tours with where Tom Durkin 
is the is the tour guide. Have you ever have you heard about that or have you ever done that? So I, I've never done it, but I mean, I you know, when you go out there and you're on the backside, um, you know, in the mornings, you see these tours happening. Um, they have like almost like a little trolley thing. I don't know if that's the same thing that Tom does, um, but but they definitely have um, you know backstretch tours that are available, and um, you know they they do some stuff on the front side too. I'm sure you've seen that. Um, the big A used to used to sort of MC that in the mornings. Um, you know, if you if you didn't feel like uh, you know sort of going all around the backside, you could set up on on the front side, right in the box area, watch the horses train. And um, you know, I don't know if Anthony's going to do it again this year or whatnot, but um, you know, usually someone's MCing it, telling you kind of what's going on and who's working and all that sort of stuff. And and it's a little bit more stationary, but uh, you know, sort of a similar experience. So you can definitely there's a there's a lot on that front to do. Um, you know, in the- get breakfast and listen to Anthony, who does a great job, and watch horses out there and get some narration. I mean, I, I would honestly say I'd look to try to do two mornings. If you're like a first time at Saratoga, I would try to do two mornings. I would try to do an Oklahoma day, and I think you're right about that front side day. And then the Durkin thing, it is existing. I'm looking here at the racingmuseum.org website, and they do have listed here incredible value. Tom Durkin Museum Tour. Uh, non-members, it's only 35 bucks oh, wow. to get a chance to get some some FaceTime with the, the world's greatest race caller and uh, get his perspective. I'm, I haven't, you know what, I'm going to book that when we hang up the uh, call here. I, I, my next move might be to book that and take uh, take my daughter, Perrin, who's uh, nine years old now, around f- with uh, with Durkin. I think I think that'd be incredible. Yeah, you can't, can't beat Tom Durkin, so I'm sure that's a, <laughs> uh, a, a good time. W- one other thing I just thought about, and, and this is the great thing about Saratoga is like, uh, you know, I didn't really have a, bu- a bunch of stuff to talk about before, but now as we're kind of talking about it, like, <laughs> of, like new thing, w- one thing to experience um, that also, again, you know, not a ton of people know about. Um, there are two sales weekends um, during the meet. Um, the Phasic Tipton has two sales. They have a select sale and then they have a New York bread only sale. Um, and the sales ground is literally like right across the street from the track. Um, and you don't have to be an owner. You don't have to be a trainer. You don't have to be, you know, connected to any of the horses. You don't have to be bidding on any of the horses, but you can go to the sale and watch, um, you know, all these, you know, very high priced yearlings go through the ring. Um, and they've got, you know, bars, they've got tables with food set up. Um, it's a fun, you know, sort of social thing to do. Um, the select sale is usually a Monday and a Tuesday, the New York bread sale, though, is like a Sunday and a Monday. And one of my favorite days of the year is that Sunday that opens the New York bread sale, that second weekend that they sell, um, because you can go to the races during the day, literally walk across the street from the track to Phasic Tipton Sales Pavilion, um, hang out, have some drinks and, you know, see the babies, um, you know, kind of go through the back ring and into the ring and sell and, you know, just see a bunch of other people within the industry. And, and it's, it's just a lot of fun. Um, especially it's a, you know, a good way to wrap up a, a racing weekend like that on a Sunday, you know, early evening. What a great idea. And yeah, we hadn't talked about the sales yet. So this is, you know, your contributions today have been indispensable, my friend. I'm glad we got that in there. If you're in town for the sales, you got to go. Even if you wander around for 15 minutes, you got to go. And it really is the kind of thing where if you're a racing geek, you know, you grab a grab a catalog, which are readily available for free there and, and start looking at 
pedigrees and looking at babies and watching the uh, watching the fireworks fly in that ring. Definitely an, uh, just an essential Saratoga experience. Well, Matt, really appreciate your time today. Folks who want to learn more, go to AdelphiRacing.com. And I suggest you, you know, if you have any interest in horse ownership whatsoever, I can't think of a better way to start than getting involved with uh, Matt and the team. And I really am looking forward to hanging out with you in just, oh, what is it now from when we're recording about nine days time till we have the kickoff at Saratoga. Looking forward to it, Pete. Last but not least, we bring in the first lady of the In the Money Players podcast from the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation. She is Kim Weir. Kim, what's up? Happy, happy summer, Pete. It's happening. It's real. The horses are coming and so are you. Well, the previous parts of this show, we've given people a whole lot of ideas and theories and things that they could possibly do up in Saratoga. In this segment, we're going to make it easy for you by telling you some very specific ways you can enjoy some of the things that we've been talking about throughout this show. Going to talk about a bunch of specific endeavors that we've got cooking up in Saratoga. And best of all, these will all be in one way or another to the benefit of the TRF, the horses, the humans who've been helped in the program as well through the Second Chances program. Really excited to have you on here today. Where should we kick things off? My goodness, it is hard to know where to start, but I think... um... I think we'll start with the fact that um, I, I love what you've got set up, Pete, at our friends at the Farrier Bar at the Brentwood. I, I trust you've already been chatting about that. But from our point of view, the TRF herd is going to plan to meet you there every Sunday at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Awesome. To k- kick off, you know, wrap up the weekend, kick off that last day of racing of the weekend and um, and gather and have some fun. So I'd say that first Sunday, which is that is actually that is the 17th. Am I, am I right or am I wrong? On the day. That sounds right. Okay, well, that's a special day because that's also the Quick Golf Stakes Race Day at the Saratoga Races. So we'll start it with you um, having a, a pregame, uh, maybe cocktail, and then we'll go over to the races. And that day, when the Quick Call Stakes run, it is actually presented by the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation. So all of our happy herd, um, I think we'll have an opportunity to get in a photo, maybe even in the winner's circle. So that Sunday is going to be a great way to start things off and continue. That's fantastic. So and and you mentioned Quick Call, of course. For those that don't know, we got a lot of new listeners, Kim, who might not know about the role that he played. Legendary racehorse, uh, one quick way, quick and dirty way. I've heard him described was the horse that was who was four star Dave before there was a four star Dave. <laughs> and if you don't know who four star Dave was, I'm just going to send you to Google four star Dave and Quick Call. But Quick Call, uh, not the first, but an early. Um, uh, recipient of the hospitality of the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation, who became really a, a, a symbol, more than a mascot, a symbol of the fantastic work that you and the team are trying to do over there at TRF. So that's a day that has great resonance for the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation and everybody who cares about aftercare. And yeah, come start it off with us. We're going to be starting, come a little early, because I think the shows are going to start at 11 a.m. Oh, okay. Um, and we're, and they're going to be live streaming as well. So if you can't get there, you're going to be able to watch those. That's a new wrinkle this year. We've always put them up there as pods, but this year we're going to try to find some way. And I'm sure I'm confident we can manage to get these shows live streamed, um, 11 at the Farrier bar at the Brentwood. They're all sort of one in the same. If you just turn up to the Brentwood, you're not going to have to ask where the Farrier bar is. You're going to see the people and and that's going to be that, but I'm glad we started there. I know. And that's something you can just show up, but there's also, some ticketed events. And I really want to make sure people get on this. We had a ton of fun last year doing a a gumbo event with our friend Michael Baychuk, but that one was inspired by the original 
gumbo event that you did last year. And it's happening again with our man, Kendra Carmouche, who's been on these airwaves uh, several times. Tell folks about that. Yeah, we are so excited. Kendrick is such such a gem for the sport, such a bright beacon, a bright light, and uh, he does care about the horses very much. So with that in mind, he is coming back. He's joining us on July 25th. So that is the Monday, the second Monday of the meet, and he will be cooking up his beloved gumbo and serving up his extraordinary smiles to all of our guests it's actually a, a really charming spot right in um, Saratoga downtown called the Principessa Elena Society, which is um, a really cool venue, um, pretty old school, has a beautiful backyard. Um, the tickets are $25 and you get gumbo, you get Kendrick, you get tremendous fellowship. And there's also live music um, and more hospitality than you could imagine in a tiny little spot downtown Saratoga. But tickets on this are selling really fast because it was so great last year and it will sell out because their capacity is is limited. Um, so go to the TRF website, um, click on the events tab and you'll see it right there. And tickets are, are kind of flying off the shelf. So please join us. Pete, I know you'll be there on the 25th with me because both... Yes. Neither you or I were there at this last year. We just heard about it for a year, and we are not letting that happen this time. <laughs> not going to miss it. Not going to miss it again. And we're going a little out of order here, but while we're talking about um, events that I assume you'll be able to find on the TRF site, yep. or at least through our page soon, yep. and we talked about we talked about the backstretch and, and the, how, how I was advising people to try to do a day on the front side in the mornings a day at Oklahoma in the mornings. Well, we've got a really unique experience and I didn't even know this was confirmed when I was recording with Matt in the previous segment or I would have started pushing this then. But we're going to do at an undisclosed location, I assume it's one of the houses on Fifth Avenue? There Kim? is. It is right there on Fifth Avenue. The, there's this amazing row of houses whose backyards essentially are the Oklahoma track. Now, I haven't been to this one yet, but I've been to a few analogous backyards, and we were going to do a Bagels and Bloody Marys event. There might be a little – we'll see what kind of – we'll see who's around it. Maybe I'll even do a little program there, or maybe it'll just be more meet and greet and more of an informal uh, handicapping session. Yeah. That's going to be on July 20th. So, uh, so, so coming up uh, pretty quick well, for this one. Uh, is that did I get that date yeah, right? No, we were going to do it on that Saturday, July thirtieth, my friend. Oh, I'm so sorry. I wrote the date down <laughs> wrong. Um, I'm not going to edit. People are smart. <laughs> July thirtieth. I don't know why I wrote that down. July thirtieth, which is a Saturday, which is even more perfect to kick off the weekend. Right? We'll, we'll, we'll if you make a, a twenty-five donation mm -hmm. to the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation, and you mention. This uh, what are we going to call it? What should we tell them to mention? Um, call it um, uh, bagels on the backstretch. <laughs> I, I like it. Good name on the fly. Bagels on the backstretch. Just mention that and then we'll send you the details and you'll come and join us and we're going to have a great time. That's Saturday, July 30th. Really, really excited about that. Now, this next event is, is I, I would say, all right, we're talking about Saratoga social events of the season. I'll be honest, Kim, I've got to give the, the phasing tipped and select sale probably the top billing for that. But that's okay. if I were to if I were if I were to to, to to give a runner up and a runner up that's not far back, I would have to say it would have to be the TRF barbecue at the barn, which has become amazing. I'm just a great event. Uh, I've been three times now yeah. and I mean, even in even in the, the height of COVID, you made this thing work with the drive-through tour. That was fantastic. Last year, it was really great to be able to be back with people again and an amazing setup. 
Tell folks what you have in store for the barbecue at the barn this year, what date they should be saving, where they should be um, reserving tickets, et cetera, et cetera. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Pete. We, we appreciate the, the applause and it is so much fun. It is August 23rd. So it's the Tuesday before Traverse. We're kind of the crescendo, you know, of the, of the meet is, is that week. And we start on that Tuesday evening. It's at the Saratoga winery, which is, as you've mentioned, is a lovely venue. They give us the whole place to, to, to be ours for the night. A uh, very park-like setting starts at five o'clock, five to nine. Um, it's very, it's very fun. It's very family friendly. It's casual. You just come as you are. Um, all of our favorite racing celebrities, um, starring Peter Thomas Fornatal at the top billing, um, will be there. Now that's just silly. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't accept that. Well, that but, but I do like to help where I can. You do. Well, it's just we bring bring everyone together for just a really fun night. And so those tickets are also on sale now. We do an early bird rate there, so um, we would encourage folks to buy. It's forty five dollars. That includes um, your food. And uh, a lot of fun. And we also do raffle tickets and an amazing silent auction. I guess when you and I hop on again, Pete, we'll talk about some of those really cool silent auction items we want to really get on people's radar. But it's all previewed on our website. So you go once again, trfinc.org, choose the events tab, and you'll see all of our summer events, but especially this one. Go ahead and buy those tickets now. Bring your friends, bring your family, bring all your racing partners. It is it is, we have sold out every year, but the capacity of that venue is actually great, greater than we've ever sold. So we are, we're thinking big. This is the summer we think we're going to squeeze three summers into one and we may just uh, blow <laughs> the doors off this one on the 23rd. So every dollar I love it. goes to the horses. I also say a fun extra thanks to our friends at Saratoga Winery. Every drink you buy, because it is a cash bar to be clear, um, every drink you buy will be a dollar to the horses. So, you know, come eat, drink and be merry. <laughs> That's great. And it's so fun. And I love it to kick off Travers Week. So that's the, that's perfect stuff. We'll talk more. We'll see about, you know, really publicizing the silent auction because there were some steals yeah. at that silent auction last year. I want to make sure people, whether they do it by proxy, but like we have listeners out here who would have, who would have happily spent more for a lot of stuff in that silent auction. I'm going to make it my mission to come up with something clever that I can put in there. Um, as well. You know, I just got back from this, this trip to Scotland. I'm toying with the idea. Maybe we could do some sort of uh, uh, whiskey tasting Ooh. of all these exclusive bottles I brought back from Scotland that you can't get anywhere, yeah. like a priceless whiskey tasting, something like that with the collection. Anyway, we'll, we'll think of something clever to throw in there uh, from me as well. I did have uh, a note. JK just texted me actually about something. He's like, oh, I forgot to mention, and, and I'll get to that in a minute. But I did want to ask, is, are there going to be any herd representatives that people can go see in Saratoga this year as we've done in years past or or any other quick uh, TRF initiatives to plug before I get on to the the, the errata of the show? Oh, as yeah, yeah. Well, please know, yes, keep in touch with you you and I, I'd say, because we have two of our horses are in town, our two of our herd ambassadors with four hooves. They are in Saratoga. They've been there a month. <laughs> I love taking people out to visit them, um, get pictures, petting the noses of the beautiful retired racehorses. I will also go ahead and tell you, Pete, recently confirmed like yesterday that one of our herd ambassadors with two legs, a graduate from our TRF Second Chances program, will be up in Saratoga with me for a few days. And that is none other than our friend Tyler Frame, who you met. Awesome. He's coming. Yeah, we had a he, we got great reaction when we had him on the airwaves. What a what a charismatic and interesting person Tyler is. I'd be that'd be super fun to get together with so him. So keep in touch because he'll be with he'll be with us. We have all of our friends, um, and it's just so exciting as we count down these final days until everyone's together in Saratoga. Thank you so much, Pete, for all you do for our horses. They say thank you, and so do I. 
<laughs> the link to donate, and this is the place. I don't know if I mentioned the link. I've mentioned it all the time, but I'm not sure. Maybe I did it reflexively. If you're interested in the bagels bit, trfinc.org slash players. I think that – but then um, also for the other events, the Kendrick Gumbo and the Barbecue at the Barn, you're just going to want to go to the events tab on the regular TRF website, which is, of course, just trfinc.org. Uh, so check that out. Get involved in all the stuff. We're really looking forward to a great summer up there. So here was the note J.K. sent me. He said, uh, uh, Jovanina, J.K.'s fiance, wants to make sure we give a plug to Violets of Saratoga, which is a women's clothing store on Broadway that's supposed to be uh, incredibly hip and cool. So for those interested in, in that type of thing, there's a lot of interesting places up on up on Broadway shopping-wise. Now, I, there's been so much turnover with um, – you know, the last couple of years, I don't want to name check places I'm not 100% sure are still there. But I know also there's, and I think it's very near to Violet's, one of the hat shops up there where Christine Moore essentially has her uh, pop-up for the summer where you can get ha- her hats and stuff from the Blake collection as well. The, the the men's hat line that I'm frequently wearing on our YouTube channel and out in the wild as well. So definitely check out um, Christine's website too. See where she's her stuff's going to be available in Saratoga because it's uh, it's of it's it's of great quality and obviously very 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 popular for for a good reason. It's really cool. Do you have well, last question for you, Kim? And I, I'll just throw it wide open. It could be a note about shopping. It could be a place to eat. It could be something to do on a dark day. Any other advice now that you're a, a Saratoga? Um, resident full-time, something people might not have thought about that they might want to check out when they're up at Saratoga this summer. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that is that is a tough one. Not calling me cold, but I'm going to just go and go for it. I'm going to say, if you have not found your way to the Pitney Meadows Community Farm, um, yes. that farm stand is open 24-7. It is so great. Their produce is amazing. And extra bonus, they have a beautiful one point, maybe 1.5, 1.25 um, path to run or walk around the farm and it's open from dusk to dawn free go i always see ramon running out there i mean it is that's a gem i would say if i were to throw my little secret gem it don't make it a secret go to pitney meadows community farm it's right on west ave and you will be so glad you did the butterfly gardens really a gem so that's my off the top of my head i'm pretty proud of that one actually because that is that was genius that's what that is I love that place, and I had totally forgotten and was going to miss it. That's why I was like, yes, when you mentioned it. it's We're getting all these things checked off. They're doing their fire feast ah. soon, but I, is that before the meet? No, it's July 19th. We're going, man. You better have your tickets. You and Susan are sitting with Bobby and me, I hope, because we have a huge group going. Uh, July 19th. Oh, that's, Don't. that's fabulous. All right, well, we'll look into that. If you're interested in that, go to the Pitney Meadows Farm website. My man, Chef Dan, I oh, think, yeah. is cooking at that. Yep. Really looking forward to to getting to see him, Dan Spitz. He's probably booked for the whole summer, but if you need somebody for private chefing, you could give it a try. Maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll have a, a, an odd day free at some point. But he's the key. Books up like three months in advance, and, and for good reason. He's some of my favorite favorite food. I'll eat all summer. We'll be with uh, we'll be with Chef Dan, and he'll be at that fire feast doing his thing as well. All right, Kim, we are out of time. But I want to just say what a great job you did presenting all this stuff, giving us that other great idea as well. It it ain't far now. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Pete. Take care. That's going to do it for today's show. We'd like to thank Kim Weir, Matt Cutter, and, of course, JK for all of their contributions. We want to thank our founding partners, Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation, of course, as well as Ten Strike Racing. Really looking forward to getting a chance to hang with some of Team Ten Strike in just a few days' time 
up in Saratoga. Most of all, though, we'd like to thank all of you, the listeners, for making these shows so much fun to do, especially those of you who support us via our Plus service, where you get extra content in themoneypodcast.com slash plus. We also encourage you to sign up for our free newsletter, the best way to keep track of everything going on, and it doesn't cost you a penny and helps us out. That's in themoneypodcast.com slash email. You can also rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or on the YouTube channel. Really, the algorithm loves those uh, positive comments, five-star reviews, helps other people Find the show really is a great way to support us if you don't have the money to come on board on the plus side of things. This show has been a production of In The Money Media. Our business manager is Drew Cotney. Our chief creative officer is Jonathan Kinchin. I'm Peter Thomas Fornatel. May you win all your photos. <laughs>